Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, for all the match with your boy, uh, Carver High, getting involved here. Here it is. Uh, Liam McHugh, the Bisser, Gretzky. Uh, oh, that's Anson Carter, not Kevin Weeks. And then uh, I think that's Take, right? Yeah, so Weeks is five, doing ESPN. So, so they got five guys breaking down the game, like five guys breaking it down. I mean, honestly, it, you could just go with, in my opinion, you could go with, Bisser, because he's really funny, and then Gretzky, and be done with it. There's nothing worse than waiting yeah. for these guys to take their wax. Like, they go one at a time down the row, and it's just every question. Let's get five guys to say something about the same question. I mean, it's torture. Someone <laughs> needs to understand at the league level, at the network television level, you don't need five analysts on the dais doing the studio show. Like right. everyone, NFL, like, like, how about the NFL show on ESPN at 4 o'clock? I mean, they must have 20 people on the show. <laughs> uh, they must have 20 people. And it's the same 20 clowns day in and day out. The chicks are clowns. The guys are worse. I mean, they're just so, it's so bad because there's so many people, so many stupid people opening their fat mouths that you just, you, you just lose track. Like, I don't, I don't even care anymore. I swear to God, when I have it on in the studio, when I'm doing the show, it's four o'clock, I do four to five, and I'm in a like like in a break and I got it on for three minutes. I want to stick a nine glock in my mouth because I just can't take all of their opinions. One is that Orlovsky. Okay. I, it's great, Dan. You can talk all day. Your wife probably just can't stand you because you never shut up, right? I know my wife can't stand me. Okay, so you're no different than me. You never shut up. You never shut your face. That's your problem. And you know what it is? The difference between you and me is I'll beat your ass. And you think you're some badass? I know I am. And so I will beat your ass until you shut your mouth because you were the worst quarterback in the league's history. And I'm taking advice from you. Wrong. If I want to take advice from a quarterback, can we have Dan Marino, someone, please? Can I get somebody? At least Fox has Terry Bradshaw with his four Super Bowl. Dan Orlovsky was, I mean, he sucks so bad. That I was there anyone ever worse at the position than him ever? And name one guy worse than him. I mean, I, pro- I name one guy. Name one guy worse than him. He's in the bottom five. He's in the bottom five. He's, about, he's the worst player ever. I don't Peterman? listen to Peterman. 
Peterman's better. Peterman's better. <laughs> People still want Peterman. No and one Peterman, wants Dan Orlovsky near actually played a couple games. He actually Someone played needs to shut him down and beat his ass and give him so many you know, black eyes and fat lips that he can't go on TV for like seven months. I mean, like, like, like nightstick beating, like, you know, in his bed with a bat, maybe get him a bunch of times in the face. So he just, it's inoperable. They can't fix him. He's in a tape, like a mummy for seven months. So I have to listen to him. Then they bring in this Mina girl that never shuts up. Then they bring in the Rutledge girl with her leather pants and her fashion show. I just, here's me, never a television exec. When I'm 63 years old, someone should hire me at a television network, gigantic network, so that I can tell people, just you gotta have someone have the stones to say, you suck and you talk too much. We're getting rid of you. We need two people that are great at this. We need two people that are great at this. We don't need five, we need two. And the NHL and Turner, you got five people, shut up, you need two. We welcome all our radio affiliates. What a thrill for us to know that you're finally on board with us here. I mean, it's great for you, it really is. It's great for you. Great for you that you're on for on the bench. Good for you and great for you. Here's here's what I'll say about the TNT stuff. Now, tell me I'm wrong. Don't even tell me no, I'm no, wrong. No, no, no. They have way too many people up there. They 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 there's too many voices. I think what they're trying to do clearly is they're trying to they're trying to cookie cutter their NBA thing. Like what do they got up there? They got Ernie is they have three analysts in Ernie. And, like, here you can't count Liam. Liam's just the guy tossing it to everybody. So they got four analysts in Liam. They're trying to do what they do on the NBA coverage. Because they do have a lot. I mean, they got Shaq up there. They've got Kenny. They've got Barkley. They've got a lot of people. So I think that they're trying to replicate what they do on the NBA side. Well... You know, bottom line is, uh, is that I got no problem with Shaq, Jet, and I, Chuck. I, I, yeah. I do have a problem with Chuck gets away with murder and everybody else in the well, business they had gets Chuck, They had Chuck on the NHL on the pregame before the Ranger cap game. He was on Another massive Brett. mistake. They had Gret because, listen, it's your what first night. What are you going to do? You're going to start selling Charles Barkley to hockey fans? Please. Well, I mean, but, but, stop. Look, stop. Yeah, I, know, I know what they're trying to do. But like the first night rolling him in there, I don't think you needed to do it. He's up there having some jokes with Gretzky. They showed an old right. fight clip. Look at you, you know, you you lost to a guy with a perm. Like they had all sorts of, you know, did he lose to Bisser, the guy with a perm. <laughs> they showed <laughs> a Gretzky fight uh, reel, but they they probably have two, one or two too many guys on that on that set. They're already. I mean, it's already a disaster. That's what it is. Five guys talking, shut up, just stop, stop it. And uh, that's just all there is to it. I can't take it. I'm not, I'm not watching some show with five people telling me the same thing five different ways, five different flavors at the ice cream store, 31 flavors at Baskin Robbins. That's what that's, I'm gonna call that from now on. Too many people on the dais and sports studio shows, it's 31 flavors. You like that one too, Carver, I, I am on a roll today. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You like that? Like, you like that? That I just gave you that one? That little 10-piece nugget? Dropping bombs out here uh, during the break. That's right. I give wow. you the skinny, baby. I give you the skinny. They all come. They all come knocking on Uncle Futrelli's door. Everybody brings their uh, problem to the therapist. You should call me the therapist. I get it all, Carver High. That one. That was a bombshell. I just gave you. Yeah, stunning revelation. Stunning. I try to only be stunning. And I'm not talking about catwalk, fresh, you know, supermodel. I'm talking about, uh, you know, giant just, revelations. They just showed a uh, just showed a shot of the duck pond uh, here tonight where, uh, I mean, listen, I know that there's not a lot of expectations for Anaheim and the Ducks this year, but geez, can, can we come out for opening night at least? I mean, there's nobody at the game. I mean, can we at least come out for opening night? <laughs> I mean, honestly... It's about, it's about 50 people at the game. Like, what are we well, doing do you here? Realize, I mean, do they have one player on the whole team? Uh, yeah, they're they're in a bad place right now. I mean, they're not a, who they're is not running good. that franchise into bankruptcy? Who is doing it? Because they have yeah. no one. There's no one on the team. Ryan Getzlaff is old news. Oh, he's... Great player. He won him a Stanley Cup. Can you imagine? That they won a Stanley Cup, and this is the way they give their fans this garbage, this this crap-filled and, hack, no-name team. Murray's been running the team for a long time now. I mean, Bob running Murray's got to the be ground. There. He's got to be there over ten years. He's got to be running running it into the ground. You know what? I'll tell you what. If I lived, which I wish I did, when I lived in Huntington Beach, life was good. I used to go over there and watch games. I live 10 minutes from the pond. Here's the deal. They are not worth paying money to go watch. If if you're going to watch minor league hockey, why not pay minor league prices? I mean, I'm not paying $150 to watch the effing Ducks play hockey. Although I did bet on them tonight, and they're up 2 nothing, And no one cares. You well, know what? The game, I, two nothing, so it stays under five and a half. Let's keep fair it enough. enough. You, well, it's automatic. It's under five and a half. But let me say this: Why would you spend your hard-earned money in this world and in this climate and in this day and age on a Anaheim Duck game? I mean, honestly, like no one's at the game. No one will ever go to to the game when you have no star players to watch. Like I want to go watch, you know, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid. I want to watch Kaner. I want to watch Crosby. I want to watch Barkov. I want to watch players. I'll pay to see. But there is not one player that I would pay to see, frankly, on the L.A. Kings or the Ducks. Name one player. Name one player that you would spend $150 to go watch. There's none on the Ducks. I will agree with you there. And there's none on the, the Kings. Doughty doesn't Kings, matter anymore. I think Kopitar's. I think Kopitar's. Kopitar's is a, is a good player. He's a really good oh player. Oh, my God. I remember when he was good. 
I remember when he was good. He don't matter. Kopitar don't matter anymore, bro. He just doesn't. And you know what? Thank God that you got me around telling it like it is because he don't matter at all. I mean, I like his game, but nobody else cares. Like, do you think people want to go see him play or Wayne Gretzky when he played for the Kings? Wow, that's, you know, talking about. I mean, but but Kopitar won all the Stanley Cups for the Kings. Gretzky didn't win any, but no one wants to go watch him either. People live in Southern California, bro. Their houses are burning down, and the rest of the day they're chasing bikini ass tail at the beach. Yeah, there's a lot of options out there for entertainment. I surf. I surf over hockey every day of the week. Do I want to go out to the beach and roll some waves and get laid, or do I want to go to an NHL game at the pond? Are you kidding me? I'm out at the beach every day trying to score hot chicks. Boom. I got no time for some talentless hack hockey team with no star players. I'm not paying to see it. The only way I go to a duck game is if someone takes me and has kick-ass seats and I'm not paying a nickel. I'll buy the guy beers all night long. I'll even bring weed. What, what do you need? But I'm not paying to see crap. No way. And the NHL should take notice because they won't. They'll never admit it. But they got a real problem in Anaheim. They got a real effing problem in Buffalo. They got a real problem in Arizona. Instead of well, cramming okay. the Kraken up our tuchus, take a look at all your teams that have no players that no one wants to see and no one wants to pay to see. And God forbid, like I can't even believe they're putting Buffalo on like an outdoor game on a holiday. Are you kidding well, me? What kind of moron would put them on national television to watch a game on a holiday, no less, when I'm home token with Granny and trying to get my JMO on and I got like, the Buffalo Sabres are my offering. That's worse than the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. Well, the thing with the I, Sabres honestly, is... Honestly, I am great at this and, tonight. And look, my, the, my criticisms are so on. You even I, know. I'll, I'll say this. The Sabres, I'm going to put in a little bit of a different category than Anaheim or, or Phoenix or those teams because the Sabres actually have fans. The reasons why they stopped going is because the absolute gross mismanagement... I mean, that place has been packed forever, but they can't take it anymore. They've finally given up. I mean, why, the team has been awful for 10 years now, and they keep selling them every three years. Oh, no, this is the rebuild. We're, getting, we're, we're tanking for this guy. We're tanking for that guy. It never works, and they've driven out what's a very—you know this. They got two things up there. They got the Bills and the Sabres, and they love them. And they're, hard, you know, they're, they're blue-collar fans. They go to all the games. They sell the arena out, but they finally have had enough in Buffalo that they can't take it anymore. It's embarrassing. The same way in Anaheim and and Phoenix. They, there's no reason to go. They've mismanaged both teams. So how many owners have had in Arizona now the league owned it? Who didn't own it? Yeah. I mean, did Mickey Mouse own it too? I think at some point, I know he owned the Ducks. They actually shouldn't have even made the Seattle expansion team. They should have just moved Arizona there. That's what they should have done. They should have just moved the Coyotes to Seattle. Uh, that was the real way to do it. Instead, they, they gave him a team. Yeah. Speaking of uh, giving a, a team, let's while I got it on my head, let's talk about Vegas for the NBA. You know it's coming. I mean, it's just inevitable. I told you on this show and on Coast to Coast, on CBS, I told you a long time ago, live on the air, 
automatic. Vegas will have Major League Baseball and NBA within 10 years. And that was about, what, two, three, four, five years ago? Let's just pretend like it was two years ago. I still got eight years left. Let's say it's five years. I got five years left for it to happen. I still believe in that five years, the over hits. In other words, the over-under is one. Well, the one is, is winning. The one is winning already. They're, the NBA will be in Vegas within five years. I agree. Will will the will the um, MLB be there as well? I mean, yes. There's no reason. I, there are so many teams going broke. I mean, you just don't even want to admit it. But like Tampa Bay is always in the playoffs now. Every year they win the division, go to the playoffs. But they suck. No one goes. No one goes to the games ever. Uh, the Miami Marlins, uh, another team that has. Absolutely no reason to be in Miami. I mean, there's just no reason. The new stadium is not even a good enough reason. You know why? Because no one goes ever. You know why? Because everyone that lives down there is either dying or on their way to dying or they're from Canada. Everyone that lives down here is from Canada. And the rest of them are from New York. And there's no way a bunch of New Yorkers are going to watch the Miami Marlins play unless the Yankees are playing them. Same with Tampa. They don't ever have fans unless the Yankees are in town. So move to Vegas. You play in that crappy trop anyway, just move to Vegas. Stop being a wussy, pick up, pack, and move to Vegas. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So what do you think uh, tomorrow night in uh, the NFL, Carver High? Because I know that you're going to be driving to the Irish Cape Cod Open uh, for your big golf, annual golf, you know, drink festival. Yes. And uh, basically drinking, smoking, and cheating in golf. And they play for big stakes. Big uh, stakes. Are you going to – does that mean you're going to miss the Thursday nighter? Well, I'll I'll probably be in the car for most of it. Um, the last couple of years when I've left on Thursday night, I've pulled into the village with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, I usually get there right about 11 o'clock. So, I mean, I'll, I'll hear most of it in the car. I've actually got two things in the car tomorrow night. I'll have the Islander opener against the Hurricanes at 7 o'clock, and then we'll slide right into the uh, the Bucks and the Eagles. Uh, coverage right after that. So that actually, I got my whole drive planned in terms of what I'm going to listen to. So that's pretty good. So uh, what do you have, Sirius in the car so you can listen to the Islanders? Yes, I will. And I flip back and forth. We'll have the grid on. In fact, if I'm still going late, I could throw you on at uh, 10 o'clock. And that last leg is I just hit the Cape, 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Boom. That is awesome. So you're going to Islanders and then right into uh, Pharrell on a bench. Yes. And then the the uh, the Irish Cape got open is Friday. Well, yeah, the first round is actually tomorrow morning. 
uh, 9, 9.25 AMT uh, at the captain's course in Brewster. And then round two, Friday morning, same time. And then championship Saturday, uh, 8.15 AM at the Falmouth Country Club. There we go. Championship Saturday. What's the track like? Great track. Uh, Falmouth, really nice course. Uh, we play there probably once every three or four years. Really good spot. Uh, it's a good championship Saturday course. Uh, long. Uh, you got to have some skill there. The captain's course is nice, too. Well, we've played there a couple times. They've got two guys. Actually, they got two 18s in that place. they got 36 holes there. Uh, How many of the uh, players have turned it into calling it the foul mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if you haven't been up there before, that could easily be what you call it. That's for sure. Uh, but a lot of, lot of golf, a lot of drinking, a lot of gambling. Uh, there'll be a lot of that. Uh, over the next couple of days. What does hot Nicole think of all this? She's just used to it, or she did, does she put on an annual anti-Carver no. High weekend? She's not interested in your happiness. No, this is the one weekend a year. She knows uh, She knows the deal. I mean, I've been going to this thing since before I met her. I mean, it's been my family. You know, last year was the 50th anniversary uh, of my grandfather and his brothers starting this event up on Cape Cod. So 50 it, years. she she understands the family tradition behind it. She understands, you know, there's no no women, no wives, no uh, none of that. It's uh What about it's a great weekend? Well, listen, you know, we don't uh divulge any of that information, uh but good luck finding one up there uh in West Yarmouth on a Friday or a Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't going go to well I, I, Ain't gonna I go too well for a, you. Ain't going to go too well for you. That might be a foul ball right there. Uh, you know, into the upper deck because, I mean, in this day and age, I mean, son, it's like DoorDash. Yeah, no, is, well, you're right. I mean, things have changed. Now, look, uh, I'm, uh, like I said, I've not been inquiring. That's for yeah, sure. You just have no interest in talking about this right now, so I'll talk about it for you. I mean, somebody in that group of drunks is going to get their swerve on one way or another. I'm not I telling mean, you that that hasn't it. happened in the fa- in the past to somebody. Uh, I'm not right. saying that that has not um, happened before. There are a couple of establishments where if you were looking uh, to find somebody, uh, they, they can be found. There's, there's no so doubt. what is the ratio of doobies to cigars? I mean, who's... Uh, is there anyone really pulling out the the stops with the thumbs, or are they just rolling Partagas and and Cohibas? Is there anybody going, you know, you know, with a Keith stick? Anyone going no, with a dip no. Keith stick? There's no one no, out there smoking no. fatties. Uh there's a couple of guys. Yeah, they're in the mix with that. There's a few I mean, guys. What who are a that. bunch of pansies! Like, are no, you listen, kidding me? I just told you, there's a couple guys who are in the mix with that. Uh, not me. Gotta get, gotta get straight, in. straight liquid. Uh, straight liquid. Just the beers will just be, they'll be flowing. I've it's, already got my my it. roommate's already up there tonight. He made the stop already. He packed the Labatt Blue in the fridge. It's ready to go when I get there. Wow. Oh, you got a roommate? Yeah. Jesus. They're drinking a roommate. Gonna go anywhere. Well, look, <laughs> I, you know. Here's the deal. Kyrie Irving is now on Instagram saying he will not retire. Don't believe that I'm retiring after speculation. He could hang it up after the vaccine mandate. Um, uh, your boy is clearly public enemy number one and a 
first time locker and parking spot member of Club V. <laughs> Club V. <laughs> Female Oregon club member Kyrie Irving is now the first member initiated into the greatest club on earth, the V Club. The Female Oregon Club, otherwise known as the V Club, now established its first member, Kyrie Irving. And then by the end of the day, unbelievably, inexplicably, uh, the members are just so thrilled to announce that Lincoln Riley (laughs) will also be admitted as club member number two to the V Club. V for Female Oregon. The V Club run right now by Kyrie Irving and the great Lincoln Riley. What an absolute V club member this guy is. I mean to tell you, (laughs) tell the story again of what happened in, in little old Norman, Oklahoma, which is, you know, whoops, it just went by. Where are we? Is there a gas station here? Uh, wait, did we just blow through Norman? Wait, is that it? Is there, I thought there was a school here. You mean there's just one traffic light? I mean, this guy is such a wussy. I mean, you are the biggest femme I have ever seen in my life. And you can <laughs> quote me on that. I mean, you are, I mean, this guy should be on a catwalk in a dress with uh, Butchin. I mean, he really, you get him a dress and put him out there as a catwalk supermodel because this guy is honestly V Club City. You know why? Because he banned the media. For the Oklahoma football, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to cover the team anymore because your boy is paranoid after a student journalist, like a 19 year old kid. What did he do to him? So, of course, there's a lot of speculation with who's going to start this Saturday. Caleb Williams, the freshman, Spencer Rattler. So the student newspaper kid decided, uh, let me go to the buildings across the street uh, from where the Sooners practice. Smart. Let me let me get the binoculars out and let's see FBI. who's run and let's see who's running first team reps uh, in practice. And sure enough, uh, Caleb was running the majority of the reps with the first team uh, unit. So of course he ran and reported that as such. So wait, today, how about how about how he got like he got he an informant? To, he, he, yeah, he, he got a, he got an informant's father. Like, yeah, you, you gotta get an informant involved in this thing because somebody's got to be narking or something. Like Spencer Rattler's father was his informant. His yeah. absolute—I mean, the, uh, can you imagine that he sucked in the failed star quarterback Heisman hopeful? He went after his father and got that interview and got the binoculars out with the full FBI sting from uh, like a building down the road and saw the whole thing and reported on it. And your boy. V Club, Lincoln V Club member number two, couldn't hack the kid's journalistic integrity. What a great FBI sting he had going with a full narc and binoculars and the whole story revealed it all. That is excellent journalism, kid. Congrats to you. You're a badass. And your coach at Oklahoma is an absolute V Club wussy femme. Put him in a dress. You can quote me on that, too, because I'm done with all this woke BS. Okay? Put him in a dress. Get him out on the catwalk with Giselle. 
because that's what he is to me. He's a supermodel. You know, because you couldn't handle some 19-year-old kid doing you. You will never make it in the NFL ever because you are such a wussy at Oklahoma as a football coach. You are so pathetic after what you did today, banning the media. It shouldn't even be allowed by the Big 12 or the SEC, your new conference, you femme, because you're such a phony-ass V-club wuss bag. How do you like them apples? No media till after the game on Saturday night. That'll be the next time that the media can talk to Lincoln Ryan. They shouldn't the cover the game. The media in Femi, Oklahoma, in Norman, Oklahoma, no one, not one guy, should go, or woman, should go to that game in protest of what he did to that kid and to the media in general. That he bans the entire media from access to Oklahoma football, what they should do is never report another word about Oklahoma football until the ban is lifted, completely lifted, and that he walks in front of a microphone and says, you know, the more I think about it, I'm such an asshat for what I did to that kid. I'm going to ban myself from practice for two days because what I'm doing to the whole media, because of what that kid, that, that kid went right around everyone and did a great job, great journalism. I'm telling you, that's a great reporter, that kid. What he did was ballsy. And the fact that he did it, I'm proud of you, kid, and your coach at Oklahoma. What a loser you are. Do your kids think you're a loser, too? Because I'm sure my kids would think you're The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I mean, I'll bet my life that uh, Riley's wife told him, you know, you're a badass. Throw down the gauntlet, Lincoln. You're the man. You're in charge here. Don't let the media dictate anything. Just ban them. I'm telling you, it's criminal. It is criminal. It should not be allowed. In a, you know, the days of freedom of the press are over. They've been over for a long time. There's no such thing in anywhere in this country of freedom of freedom of speech. I mean, there is nothing. You can't say anything anymore without losing your career. You're finished. You're done. What in the world is the constitution of this country? And I mean, here's a breakaway. Are they going to make it a three, two game? No. Stoned by the abs. They're still up three, one. So in my view, I feel, I mean, literally 15 years ago, I'd say that there's, my opinion is there's no freedom of speech in this country at all anymore whatsoever. It's been long gone. It's over. It's done. There's no such thing. And the fact that a football, a puny ass wannabe thinks he's some kind of badass football coach, this Lincoln V Club Riley thinks that he can ban the media from covering his esteemed college football team 
Well, I guarantee you they cheat. I guarantee you they illegally recruit. I guarantee you in my lifetime, they've been paying players to play in Norman, Oklahoma my entire life. Would you argue that, Carver High? I guarantee it. I guarantee you they cheat. I mean, there is no way some of the football players that have played at Oklahoma, I'm like, Brian Bosworth went to class? Are you kidding me? Barry Switzer cheated the entire time he was there. The entire time. And you're going to tell me that this guy is holding his esteemed job, that he's going to ban the media from covering his football team? You know what I would do? I would, I honestly, I'm not even kidding you. If anyone had the stones in the media, they should be attacking him relentlessly, attacking his wife and children, and attacking his name, credibility, likeness, his images. They should show him in a bad light every day until the guy literally jumps off a bridge. You know why? Because the day you ban the media and shut them out because you think you're running the world like, I mean, what are you, the SS? I mean, you don't make the rules down here, Lincoln. I would not cover that team for one second, but none of them have the stones to do it. If I were to newspaper, radio, and television stations in Oklahoma and in the Big 12, I wouldn't even go. They should never go to another game. Stop covering the team. 100% stop until that guy reverses that horrific, terrible, pathetic, weak, feeble rule that he's enacted because he thinks he's some kind of president or something. Who the F do you think you are? You absolute drip of a tool. I mean, you are the biggest effing loser I have ever seen in my life in college sports. Who the F do you think you are? I need someone needs to beat your ass with a baseball bat in the back of the head. You think that you can call the shots and that the media is going to be stopped by your skinny ass? Who the F are you? Shut the F up with that. Shut that down. Don't go to another game. Don't cover the team ever. And then we'll see how much fun Lincoln has when no one gives an F about his football team except them stupid hillbillies that go to their games. And don't even tell me I'm wrong, Carver. I don't get me started. I think that that would be started. the best. That would be the best strategy is to not cover the team. But you know they're not doing that. So they'll all be there on Saturday night. They're, they're pathetic. They'll, be, they'll kowtow to him all the way home. They're gonna do whatever. They'll he all says. be there. They'll all be there on Saturday night in Norman when they take on TCU. They'll all be there. I think they should all go and do a story about him. And his mother. I mean, I would attack his mother, his grandmother, his father, his neighbors, his childhood school teachers, you name it. I'd attack everything he stands for. I would attack his fiber and every inch of his being. I would abuse him so bad that literally he'd need a shrink. I've already eviscerated him on TV and radio today. I will never stop hating him. Dead. Hate him dead. No one ever in the history of this effing stupid ass country we live in. You can quote me on that, too. This pathetic ass country we live in with all of their effing rules and such that I listen, I come from freedom of speech. 
that's been eradicated by this government and this world we live in, Republican or Democrat, they've all ruined this country so bad. These stupid ass, phony, thieving politician liars and scum. They're the ones that have changed it. So there's no such thing as freedom of the press, freedom of speech. The media is controlled by Lincoln Riley and by uh, the government. The government tells you what you can say on the radio, what you can say on the television. And then, I mean, you know, you don't like my religion, we'll kill you. You don't like our politician, we'll storm the Capitol and kill them and hang them and shoot them and cut their throats. Don't tell me that didn't happen on January 6th. You pathetic ass GOP loser femmes. You know it happened. You're all scum too. All of you. Every one of you, screw you and your mother. How's that sound? And you know what? These are the people that say, you know, let's not let people, let's not let journalists cover stories anymore. Let's not have a press. Let's not have uh, anyone uh, report on criminals. I'll tell you what, if there wasn't media, you would have never known about John Gruden being a racist, homophobe, woman-hating, lying piece of shit, would you? I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the press, you would have never known Dick Nixon uh, was a thief and a liar and a backstabber and a felon. You would have never known, would you? If it wasn't for the press, you would have never known your boy uh, Bill was getting smokers in the White House. Right? I mean, don't get me started on if there wasn't a free press and freedom of speech. Don't tell me uh, that, you know, you don't need journalists in this world. Okay? Don't get me started on some stupid, phony-ass, pathetic college football coach that thinks he's hot Shaq because he's getting paid a lot of money down in Cheatville, Norman, Oklahoma. Okay? You phony-ass B. I'll say it right to your face. I'll slap you in your face. Whap, whap. You're a phony. I'm going to write stories about your wife. How do you like that? You either change the rule or I'm going to go after your children next. And the difference is, is that none of these media types and journalists nowadays have the absolute stones to do it because you're all so pathetic. You cannot let this happen to you as a journalist. I'll tell you, the only guy with any balls in that entire show is the kid that did the story. The entire show down in Oklahoma and in Norman, you're all just sissies. That kid had the stones to do the story. He's the man. That kid's the man. You did a great job. You're a real journalist, kid. Keep going. Keep fighting. Keep being a reporter. Keep writing stories like that. Finding a way, no matter what, FBI sting, narcs, get the story, whatever way, however long it takes, get the story. You know why? Because the world needs reporters like you, bro. And we need less guys like Lincoln Riley. I swear to God, I hope he loses every effing game the rest of his life. I, the day he gets fired there, I swear to God, I'm going to pull my pants down on national television and bad things are going to happen. Real bad things. Real bad. I wish death on the entire program. Death. I hope you're all listening down there now. I hate all of you because of that phony-ass wussbag coach you got down there making the rules and such. Let me tell you something. I spend my life in journalism and in media and in freedom of the press and freedom of speech, okay? And they have ruined that. This world we live in now, they've ruined that. 
People like this guy controlling the media. Screw you. Screw you dead. Screw you dead. I wish death and black carnage, the cloud of death to fly over your house and engulf your entire life and family. I hope you have suffering like no other for what you're doing to like a kid that goes out and busts his ass for a story and you shut down journalism because you think you run things black cloud diner right over your house. Everybody says I'm crazy. You know what? I am effing crazy because I stand up for something. Screw you if you don't like it. I mean it. I mean it. You're not allowed to say that about Lincoln Riley on the radio. You're not allowed to talk that way about our football coach down here in Hicksville. Yeah. Okay. I live in New York City, boss. You ain't nothing down there in the sticks. We got it all right here. We don't listen to people like you. What do you mean? You people. I know I don't. I don't care what happens in that state. I mean, if you want to call it that, with the tornadoes ripping through and everything else, you can have it. You can have that cheating-ass loser coach making the rules and such. He's the rule maker. Your boy, Lincoln. Cover, how do you think that, like, covers it in terms of... You know, I wanted the crust to get, you know, around the entire pie... In terms of like TV and radio today, just uh, I wanted to make sure the entire apple pie got crusted just right with some whipped cream on top. I think, and uh, I think you definitely got enough pie, not only for tonight, but for Thanksgiving and probably a little leftover for Christmas as well. So I think you got plenty of pie out there for uh, for Lincoln. Oh, I can't wait until they lose again in the college football playoff. I'm gonna have I don't, party. Think gonna, I don't even think they're going to make the college football playoff. I'll have to lose before that. I'll lose before that. I'll have a party. I hope someone steals. I literally, I mean, I hope someone steals their team bus and airplane. Steals it. Can't even find it. Just standing at the airport holding their Ds. <laughs> Just don't even know where it is. Gone. And all their equipment, too. Uniforms, everything. I hope someone steals everything because of their... Journalism ban. Their media ban. Gonna, not going to have it. Can you imagine some sports information director loser in Norman, Oklahoma, letting this happen? Can you imagine some sports information director, a guy with alleged integrity for the media and for his job as a media assistant? He, basically, they aid the media. Sports information directors are no different than journalists. They, their job is to accommodate the media. Yet the guy doing it in Norman, Oklahoma, lets this happen. I, I wish literally when he goes fishing that a fish sucks him into the water and eats him. When he pulls up like on a big, big marlin, he's on his vacation with his wife, fat wife, and he starts yanking that thing. And all of a sudden, just like in a movie, boom, the fish just yanks him off the pier into the water. And you see this giant fish just eat him alive, dead. Eat him alive, dead. And I hope when Lincoln goes on vacation, he gets such a bad sunburn that it turns into like, I mean, 50, 60 trips to the sun cancer guy. I mean, melanoma everywhere. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So what did they they fired Tockett in Zona and now he's doing TNT? Is that the deal? That is correct. He was he coached last year, out, didn't get another job, whatever, and now he's a TV guy. And then Torts is doing it for ESPN. And I actually, there's no person I hate more on the face of the earth than John Tortorella. But at wow. least I'm willing to admit. <laughs> I mean, there's no person I hate worse on the face of the earth. There's like, I think I if mean, anybody's been listening for the last 20 minutes, Lincoln Riley might be close. Listen, I'm just kidding about Lincoln Riley, but I, I don't. I, I am just kidding, but I don't. I don't wish death on him or anything. I, I wish that he would not be so stupid as to think that he can control the media. I just think it should not be allowed on this earth. There should no. be no such thing as controlling the media by an entity such as a college football coach. It's unacceptable. That's it. That's the story. Tor- you can say whatever you want about all the names I called him and everything I wished on his wife and kids. I don't care what you think. It's so upsetting to me that that some college football coach can shut down the media and the Big 12 allows it and college football and the NCAA allows it is absolutely criminal to me. It's criminal. Tor- uh, Tortorella, I will admit, is very good as an analyst on television. He's very good at it. And he's the biggest dick. I just almost said it. Yeah. <laughs> he's the biggest dick in the history of, co- of coaching. There's no bigger ass hat ever. The guy is the biggest jerk you've ever seen in your life. But he's good at doing television. So I respect talent when I see it. He's got it. He's good at it. This is what he should do for the rest of his life. I think he should shut down the coaching because I think it makes him a miserable human being. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast. Good luck in the Irish Cape Cod Open Harbor Hop.